You're listening to Nathan Chansky, and this is the Passion with Purpose podcast. All right, I'm so excited today because I get to bring you this episode, this conversation with two of my students from my six-figure coaching program, Simon and Faith Loftus, a husband and wife photo video duo based out of Greenville, South Carolina. We talk all about how they took their pricing for their wedding packages and started booking packages at triple the amount of their original packages after just two short months of being in the program. They have incredibly inspiring stories that so many photographers can relate to. And the amount of wisdom and tips they share in this episode is just like next level if you're looking to do something similar to them. My coaching program, by the way, is currently sold out at the moment, but hey, I'm always taking applications for the next round of working with me. So head to the show notes if you're interested in seeing the business growth that Faith and Simon have been able to see and need assistance getting there. But without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Faith and Simon. Let me shut up and let's have them take it away. You're listening to the Passion with Purpose podcast for all you creators, dreamers, and doers out there. My name is Nathan Chansky, photographer, business coach, and your host. After building my photography business and nearly giving up after a rough first couple of years, with God's help, I transformed my business from the inside out and became the multi-six-figure business owner with you here today. New episodes drop weekly covering everything I've learned in this exhilarating game of business and life while bringing on some of the industry's experts in the process, all to help you build your business and life of your fullest God-given potential. Welcome to the show, my friend. All right, we have Faith and Simon here today. Um, so Faith and Simon have been in my coaching program for the last like three-ish months. And um, I'm so excited to introduce you all to them today. They are just like absolutely crushing it. And they, you guys are like rather new to the photography space in like the full-time yeah. sense. And so I just think you guys are going to have so much to share today. Um, thank you for being here, you guys. For those that might not know you, tell us a little bit about yourselves, maybe about your background um, and how you got to being the full-time photographers that you are today. Yeah. Yeah, so we're Simon and Faith. Uh, we are a married couple um, that does photo and video for weddings based in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, we got married this past December, but prior to that, we dated long distance in high school starting <laughs> senior year. Um, around that time, we both kind of just started messing around with our old uh, cameras that like both of our dads had old Nikons. And, uh, <laughs> I love that. We started just having fun doing um, just like random photos or um, I started doing like like family vacation videos and mm -hmm. we never thought that like it was going to amount to anything or like become what it has today. Mm -hmm. But um, after that, I went to college and Faith actually started working full time in a salon. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So I actually, um, during high school, I was also in cosmetology school and I had my whole life planned out. I was like, I'm going to go to cosmetology school, graduate, start working straight out of high school. And mm -hmm. I did. That. Um, I started working mm -hmm. in downtown Columbia, which was like a dream for a 17 year old and mm -hmm. um, was doing hair and makeup. And then, you know, we get to March 2020 and, you know, the rest. 
Really? Uh, so <laughs> salon shut down. And at the same time, my grandmother actually was in late stages of Alzheimer's. And mm-hmm. um, when salons opened back up, there was just a lot going on there where I wanted sure. to have more freedom to be able to be there with her. Um In her last days, that was just something that was really important to me. So um, took a step back from the salon and we had been playing on the old cameras. Like I was literally the girl who goes outside and like takes pictures of like the flowers in the flower pot. (laughs) The dandelion. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, I'm amazing. Um, but yeah, so invested in a better camera and was literally just like doing some random shoots for fun. And it was more so like nothing that I planned to make a career, but something that I could make some money off of Mm. while I was in a weird in between, um, wasn't sure if I'd be back in the salon. It was just kind of like moving me from A to B for a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had, a random couple that was asking about their wedding photos. And I was like, me? Like, I don't know anything <laughs> like, about I mean, I guess. <laughs> but sure, it'll be $200. <laughs> um, and you're like, wow, that's like a great hourly pay. <laughs> like, we thought we were making bank. Um, but yeah, so I shot that wedding and I was like, this is actually so much fun. And from there, um, my parents actually owned a wedding venue and so had a little bit of a connection to start meeting other couples and it just kind of expanded. I mean, it truly was, it wasn't anything that I was doing. It wasn't any skill in advertising for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I think it was just like the Lord and him blessing us and putting us in the right place at the right time and having the opportunity to use... um, our gifts and talents to serve him and serve other people. So yeah, kind of simultaneously, Simon was in college and you want to tell him about your segue? (laughs) Yeah. So when I never did any like video outside of just like family vacation videos to like fun pop songs or something like that. Yeah. Um, But I had a buddy that was in a college class with me and he was a groomsman for um, one of his best friends and he was like, hey, they need somebody to record um, the ceremony. Yeah. Just like straight up, just set your camera up. Just have 24 millimeter of everybody just see it and just record yeah. audio. Um, and instead of just doing that, what they just told me to do. Um, and it was just like going to be for 300 bucks. Just do that. Um, I decided to show up early. I got footage of the groomsmen messing around, getting ready, the bridesmaids and everything. I just kind of treat it like I was shooting the entire wedding, even though they didn't want me to. Um, And then I got back like to them a couple weeks later with a full entire highlight wedding film. Wow. And they they loved it and they really appreciated it. And I just posted on Instagram and I was like, Hey, I I did this. I didn't properly license the music, but I did it. (laughs) Oh Uh, no. Um, But from there, you know, people saw it and uh, I got asked to do another one and then another one. And then it was like, okay, is something happening here? Um, And like, I never really treat it as professional as we do now, but uh, it really was just the Lord like providing for me during college and, you know, a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there, just like serving my friends that were around me and that were getting married. Um, and from there it's just continued. So that's so awesome. I feel like 
that's one of those things where you, it's like someone gives you like a small opportunity and expects like the bare minimum. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do that, but I'm also going to blow you away. Um, and you didn't look at it as like, oh, I have to do this or like, oh, I'm not getting paid enough. You actually just like went above and beyond for them. And look what that ended up giving you is like so many more opportunities after that, which is such an incredible, I think, lesson for all of us is like the more that you give, the more that you end up getting in the end. And it's not like you give to get, but it's just kind of like, the way that the world works. I think, I think honestly, it's the way that like God designed the world. It's just that like the more you give, um, the more you're going to get in the end. That's so awesome. And so now how did you guys, did, were these things happening almost simultaneously or were they happening, you know, at different times? Cause at some point you were like, wait, we could do this at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It honestly was so organic. Like he was doing that. I was doing photos over here and I was like, okay, well, if you're making videos and I'm making photos, maybe like if I book someone for photos, I could just be like, Hey, my boyfriend does mm-hmm. video, like, you know, shot in the dark, but we yeah. could see where it goes. And I think someone just ended up booking us for both. And we were like, Oh my gosh, it is so much fun to work yeah. together. And like, not just being both the photographers or both the videographers, but it's like we're on a roll. We're reading each other's minds. Yep. And we're running around and um, we had a blast with it. So it just kind of it just kind of became a thing that we were offering. And yeah. um, I think from having both to display for people, just God grew the business. That's yeah. so so cool. I love that. I love how. And then you guys got married shortly after, right? Or how soon after? Yeah, so I was at school up here in the upstate of South Carolina, and you know we were going through like marriage counseling and stuff, and it was like, okay, <laughs> you got to have a job to provide for this lady. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, uh, and it came to the point where I was just like applying for jobs left and right with my communications degree, hmm. um, and like what I kept running into was just for all the jobs I was applying for, they expected you to already have two to three years of experience already mm. doing that. It's Love like, that. I'm trying to <laughs> do this job so I can get experience. Um, but I started a sales role with, um, a insurance agency mm-hmm. and, um, it was completely commissions based and there wasn't like a whole lot coming from it. Mm. And, um, Faith and I just started praying about it because we really felt the Lord was providing through photography and videography at that time. And we prayed over it for a couple of weeks and um, I decided to just quit my job um, and we just went full time for photo and video. Wow. Really what it was, was a mindset shift. Like Hmm. we could have gone straight out of him graduating into doing photo and video full time. But there was this doubt in our mind of like, there's no way that us completely working for ourselves would be sustainable. Hmm. And there's no way that like our work is really this valuable. And I mean, I think a video was like 1100, like 1800, literally at the end of this past year. Um, And photo was like early 2000, like low 2000s. Um, And so with that, like we weren't making enough to make a living off of it. And so, 
Um, it was during the conversation of, Hey, I think I might quit this job. Do we trust the Lord to provide for us? You would put something random on Instagram. I don't even think Nathan that I fully read what it was, but it was like mentorship something. And I was like, yep, there's my email. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That is so funny. Oh, it was crazy. And you emailed us back and I was like, wait, what is happening? So I actually like read what it was. <laughs> and it was just kind of cool that like the Lord really orchestrated all of that from mm. the whole thing that I didn't really know what I was throwing my email in for. And then it was something that appealed to you and then appealed to us. And we were like, you know, financial ends aren't really meeting right now, but we're going to go for it. And we did, and we trusted the Lord. And truly, Nathan, through all of the um, training on mindset and believing in your product and knowing that you're worth your value, you're worth charging your clients, that really is what has made the biggest difference for us and Mm. makes it sustainable for us to have a career that we love. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool to hear you guys. I I am a firm, firm believer in the fact that like when you get your mind in a place where it can absolutely uh, just almost like receive the things that you know um, that you can do in your business, almost like if you don't have the mindset correct, all the action or all of the tips or all of the logistics don't really, they don't really fall into place because it's like your mind isn't really at that place yet where it can receive that. Um, so I love that you say that the, the mindset really like changed so many things for you. And even I think we pick up certain things from our past or from like, you know, I know you guys went to college and like, oh, like maybe different people at my college didn't do the same thing that I did. Or maybe like, because I have this degree, it means that I have to go in the corporate world or anything like this. And it's almost like you have to just like throw it all out and be like, all right, this is like my life. And, um, I'm going to follow like what I think is the Lord calling me to not just, Oh, what everyone else is doing or what everyone else's like mindsets are for me, but just like, this is, this is what I think is right. I think that's so incredible. Um, and I also find it so interesting how, like, I didn't know all this backstory from you guys. So I'm <laughs> hearing so much of this for the first time and like how this all like came together, even with like the coaching program and everything like that. I'm just like, what? That's so nuts. So um, thank you for sharing that because I didn't even know all these details. Um, but that's like... <laughs> You're like, surprise, never knew. Um, but that's so, so cool. So so let me ask you now then, um, you guys are all full-time, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. plan to ask you guys this question, but did you feel like, because I know so many photographers do struggle with this. Do you feel like there was a difference between the way that you were able to pursue your photography business uh, you know, before you went full time, uh, versus after you went full time and you were all in. Like, what what do you give us? Anything that you could give us of like the shift that maybe took place there, whether it was like your time that you had, or even the mindset that you had, or anything along those things. I feel like the biggest thing was truly just like we felt like we served our clients before, but now we're like in full pursuit of serving the people that like entrust us to capture their wedding day. Mm. Uh, We definitely feel like because we have more time to do this because I'm not, you know, getting up at eight o'clock and getting back, back at six, we can actually invest in like 
you know, helping with either timeline creation or just like fully understanding their story and what they expect from their wedding day and what Mm -hmm. they want to see and actually like Mm -hmm. executing upon that and like helping them have their dream day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, I think before it was a side gig, even though it was like this whole thing that I was doing. I think I had this view that Simon's corporate job is what would actually make money. And I would just be like spending cash, you know? And so (laughs) you're having like clients that you're serving and you're viewing the job as spending cash. You don't care as much about giving them the experience. And like, yes, we loved our clients and yes, we had a blast, but not to the same degree where now we're charging more, but I can now go get coffee with my girls that are my Mm -hmm. brides and hear all about them. And it's like not wedding related, but I get to know them. I get to know what they love. And like, I'm so excited to be there on their wedding day. Mm -hmm. And it genuinely feels like we're double dating with our clients Mm -hmm. on their wedding day. We're having fun and... We're not like walking into the room like, hi, I'm your photographer. Nice to meet you. Like all business. Like let's just get in and get out. Right. (laughs) No, I totally get that. It's almost to me, I've noticed even um, when I used to be, well, I I didn't really see this shift so much like when I went full time, but I definitely saw this shift like when I was able to raise my prices and just kind of like get my business in order. I felt like when I first started as a photographer, I would kind of go into meeting with clients with like this idea of like, here's what I am contracted for. And then once that's done, like I'm out. Um, And even there were many photographers that I first learned from, like in my beginner, beginner years, where that was their mindset as well. And it was just like this, it it just like was very scarce mindset um, of not enough time, not enough resources, not enough money, not enough opportunity. Whereas I think once you get to that place where you're like, hey, I'm all in with my time, I'm all in with my money, and like I'm getting properly compensated and I have the time to do these things, you feel like now I can almost pay Hamper my clients more. Now I can actually show up as the person that I that they want from me, like the, the above and beyond, you know. And and this is a wedding, like this is a luxury experience. This isn't just like a uh, what would I say, like a necessity for them. This is like a luxury for them. And so yeah. now I can actually give them that luxurious experience um, and kind of sink my teeth into getting to know them better. Um, so I love that you said that. That is so incredible in the way that you uh, kind of like portrayed that. On, t- on top of that little topic, um, I do think pricing plays a big role in this. And that's what I primarily have here to talk with you guys about today. Um, because I, I, again, I think if you're, if you're approaching it from the scarce mindset, it's like you don't have enough resources, money, whatever it is. Um, but you guys have been able to raise your prices and really see some awesome results from that. Um, so I would love to know, like, give us any background, any, uh, you know, storyline, whatever you want to share about just kind of like your experience with pricing and, um, just like the past few months, how your prices have adapted, transformed. Tell us, tell us a little bit about your story there. Yeah. So just a few months ago, I mean, right before we started the coaching program with you, like, our <laughs> our pricings were just dirt cheap for our market. I mean, uh-huh. um, I think we had the you know perception in our head that okay, if we have really affordable, good quality work, then we're going to get more bookings. Hmm. But when in reality, it's like 
people aren't going to value it if we don't. Hmm. And so we nearly tripled our <laughs> our prices whenever we started the coaching program with you. Crazy. Because you you really instilled in us like, no, you need to see the value in this. And um, we did. And now we have more bookings because of it. Yeah. Wow. Um, I think like from booking a wedding film for like $1,400, we were on a call with you to go over our pricing. And you were like, guys, no, like 6000 And we were like, <laughs> You're like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> but we were like 6000 And we were kind of like, we'll go back and change this later. <laughs> like, he's crazy. Yeah. So we had like kept it for a week. And I think we had a coaching or we had a um, an inquiry call. And we hopped on the call and we talked them through. And it really like, it was not the confidence that we had in ourselves that got us through that. It was truly like, Nathan believes in this. Nathan believes <laughs> <laughs> and we did the call. We used the sales script and like led them from one question to the next with like, what do you guys want out of this experience? And how mm. can we show up and show out for you guys on your wedding day? What mm. is most important for you? And through asking those questions, we got down to the pricing page and they were like, yeah, let's just do the top package. And we, we were like, okay. And like squeezing each other's hand under the table, like sounds great. <laughs> So we got off the call and we were like, there's no way like this didn't just happen. And that was really that was it for me. Like it clicked in my brain that they saw value. And Mm. it makes you think like if I were booking my wedding photographer again and I couldn't see any of their work, I was blindfolded and you offered me someone for two thousand dollars and you offered me someone for eight thousand dollars, I immediately would want the $8,000 photographer Hmm. because in my head, I would just decide that they were the better photographer and that I would get a better experience through booking that person. Wow. That's crazy. I've actually never heard it put that way before, Faith. Like (laughs) if you were to basically take out all the other variables, which one would you want? And that's, that's like a crazy way to look at it because it's like we even though we don't give credit to this or are maybe not aware of this as much as we should be, we as consumers, as potential clients of other services, we do understand pricing as part of the quality of the product or service that we are going to be purchasing or investing in. And the fact is, is like so many people think that there's always going to be that like the person who has the lowest prices is always going to win right and and there's a sliver of truth to that right like there is like there's always someone out there who is going to want the cheapest thing right the thing is about that though is like do you want to work with that type of a client and i'm not saying like that person is like a malicious person i'm not saying that but at the end of the day like if someone is just trying to get the lowest price for something that should be very special in their life, it may kind of be an indicator of whether you want to work with them or not. So then you kind of look at the rest of society who, again, is looking for quality and is looking for something that is very uh, special for their special day. Hello. Uh, And it's like, yeah, like they're going to want something that kind of breaks the bank a little bit because if there's any moment to go all in, it's a wedding day. Um, So I love that you guys said that. And I also just want to ask you, because you said there was kind of a moment for you. And that's, I always like asking people like when they have maybe like a mindset shift, 
when you guys were in that place where you were like, we just booked that package and we've never booked anything even near that, like, did it break any mindset stumbling blocks or barriers or walls in your head that you felt like, you know, just changed the game for you moving forward? I think it broke all of them. I mean, (laughs) I think the biggest um, wall that I felt like I had was just that, like, we're doing a disservice to them if we're cost, like if we're pricing ourselves at this, like we're robbing them. But like what we found is like, because we have that much like of a pricing and we have that value, we feel a responsibility to serve them tenfold than what we Mm. would have if it was still at our original pricing. Yep. I feel like we are totally more equipped to be there on their wedding day to show up and show out for them. Yeah. Yeah. Even so, like, you know, you have your goal income for the year. If we had a bunch of weddings priced in the teens, we would be working our absolute butts off (laughs) to try and make ends meet. And so with that, we're rushing galleries. We're not, we're like trying to get through. And Mm. now I feel like our clients are able to get so much more of an experience and working with us because we have a limited number of clients that we can take on Mm -hmm. because we want to be available for them. We want to be able to have time to go like, Hey, I'm having trouble with this. Can you help me? And I can jump in and I have that flexibility, um, which we wouldn't have had if we hadn't increased prices. So it's not that we're robbing them, which I think was the biggest thing for me. I was like, I feel so terrible. Like if someone wants to work with me and I'm giving them these prices, like how cruel of me, (laughs) but really like they're paying those prices so that they can have me exclusively. And I'm not overworked and like struggling for breath. Hey, photographer, real quick. So if you're struggling to book clients right now, or maybe you're struggling to keep clients happy when they do book you, one important thing you may be missing is the use of client guides. So let me explain. For my photography business, when someone inquires, I'm immediately putting my best foot forward by sending them a luxury designed pricing guide that fully communicates my value and proves I'm worth my prices. It's a digital multi-page PDF guide that goes above and beyond to explain what I'm about, what my packages include, and why my clients should book me. I also have a similar guide for after they book, where I can deliver all my knowledge, expertise, and recommendations in preparation of their wedding, and this is called the wedding guide. If making guides for your own business like this overwhelms you, look no further, I got you. I now offer both of my client guides, both the pricing and wedding guides, in template form for you to customize and tailor for your own photography brand. The wedding guide is actually even completely pre-written for you. So if you're ready to make it easy on yourself to up-level that client experience and deliver the value both before and after your client's book, head to the link in my show notes titled The Client Guide Templates to get your hands on them for yourself. All right, back to the show. Hmm. Absolutely. You guys are hitting it, hitting the nail on the head with you. Again, so many people think that if we pay these, if we ask these prices, we're ultimately doing them a disservice because we're taking away money for them from them. Right. right? But the fact is, is you have to look at it from the perspective of service and what you're going to give them, not what they're going to give to you. Because at the end of the day, like if you are, let's say you're asking like 2K for a wedding or something like that, it's like, 
Well, ultimately, that's going to be in both of your heads that like you're going to give them like a $2,000 experience, right? Um, and so you, you kind of don't want to give any more than that. And so in a sense, that $2,000 experience might just be like half or, or a third of like what you guys are saying of what you could actually give them and how you could actually spoil them. And so it's like, you in a sense are robbing them. If you just make them pay the smallest amount ever and you skimp and they skimp, you're doing them a disservice and ultimately you're robbing them of the experience you could give them, right? And so to me, that's what I always think of is I'm like, I am not quote unquote, like I I hear photographers saying all the time and I I hear this because I say, I used to say this too. I'm blessing them if I give them a cheaper amount, you know, to, to pay. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. I am not blessing them if I give them a cheaper amount. Like, don't get me wrong. Like there are certain situations where like there are certain people right now, the top of my head, I'm like, I'd shoot their wedding for free. Like no questions asked, but that's because I have the bandwidth in my business and my life and all of that to now really bless somebody. But if I'm just trying to get a booking and just trying to like, quote unquote, make it work with like a really low budget client because I'm worried they're going to run elsewhere. I am not blessing them by trying to skimp and go all the way down to the bottom. Like that's just not blessing either of us. It just sets the relationship up so poorly. Um, So I love that you guys are saying this. Like I am even just like mind blown at all the things that you guys have, like where you were to where you are, just like, this is like absolutely nuts. And I love this. Um, can, can I also ask about, cause you guys touched on this a little bit. You were saying the amount of value you're giving and even like your package structure being changed has kind of helped you understand why you can now uh, like maybe ethically, so to speak, or not even ethically, but just like in your heart, be like, yes, this is fully worth what I am asking. Give me a little bit of insight into like what you mean by that. And like maybe how like package structuring, uh, change that for you. I would say with like our highest rate package, the all inclusive package, we include like two hours of the rehearsal dinner. Um, and, we decided that that was like really important, um, especially because in our wedding, um, our wedding weekend this past December, we had some of the most intentional moments at our rehearsal dinner. I mean, some speeches from family and friends were just like some of the best parts of our weekend. Mm. Um, and to think that like that might not be captured because someone might not want to pay that extra price to get that. Um, we just want to make sure that that was included in everything we can give a couple if mm. they go in that top package, because we know it was important to us. And Absolutely. It be important to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Can I ask, do you guys feel like getting recently married has helped you serve your clients better? I oh, see yeah. through a completely different lens. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. And I think like, little moments that we treasured on our wedding day, like for me as well, like experiencing loss, like losing my grandmother, mm. like on a wedding day, I'm looking for your grandma. Mm. <laughs> like, Aww, I love that. Pictures of your grandparents dancing yeah. and like getting close up and getting pictures of them, like holding hands with you or their spouse and little details like that. Um, just like experiencing life and getting married, you, you see things a little differently. Mm. Um, 
And I think like our first look was so much more valuable in hindsight, like having that private moment, like for us before, like you're grabbing the groom, you're grabbing the bride, you're getting there, turn around on three. But now it's like, we're creating a really special moment for them. Um, yeah. Our photographer, Katie Wilson, actually, Katie's amazing. If anyone wants to go check out Katie, shout out Katie Wilson. Um, she actually didn't let either of us see each other as we walked up for that moment. And so now we do the same thing. And it's like, you both get to see each other on the count of three. And it just like sets the tone for the day. Like, it's just such a sweet moment. And there's little things like that, that we treat a little differently now, for sure. I would also say because we have packages that have a full day coverage, like our middle and top package, it's 10 hours. We felt so at ease with how um, our photographer spread out all the things throughout the entire day. So we didn't feel so rushed. Yeah. And we find that that's really important as well for our clients. I remember one thing that I really enjoyed um, and that we try and implement if possible um, is like a time for prayer over the Mm -hmm. couple or the ceremony and everything. Mm -hmm. If they've done a first look, because that was like a really awesome moment Mm -hmm. and it helped my nerves before seeing her walk down the aisle and everything. (laughs) We try and capture those moments because that's important to us as well. Yeah, for sure. This is so good. A lot of photographers do cap around that eight hour mark. Sure. And there's a lot that happens in eight hours, a lot. And Mm -hmm. so for us adding on those two extra hours, we get to pace your day, like rather than it being a shot list, Mm -hmm. we can kind of like navigate your day for you and you get to just experience it. Mm -hmm. You're not running from one thing to the next. And I think changing our packages, um, package two and three offer up to 10 hours. And that's just, it's changed a lot. Just having two extra hours yeah. to navigate the day. Absolutely. I'm ready to book you guys. Where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, it's really cool to hear how you truly believe in your packages. And there's so much that you've pulled from your own personal experience that has fueled the way that you serve uh, and sell your offers. Because the thing is, um, when we don't believe in something, we can't sell it. It's just the way that like the world works. Like it's, it's very hard I mean, unless you're selling it in a very sleazy and like slick tongued way, which like, I'm not that person. Like I'm not a slick tongued salesman. Like I don't bother selling anything that I, I don't believe in. Like I can't even create a freaking like ad for like a brand if I don't believe in it. So it's like, <laughs> the thing is like, you have to get to that place where you fundamentally believe in the packages that you're selling. And it sounds completely like you guys have that. And, and it's, it's even like, you know what? I maybe it's like, you're talking to a prospect, um, a prospective couple and you're like, Hey, I know that some of this might look like, you know, it's, it's a big price tag or something like that. But I know that once you are in your wedding day or once you're beyond your wedding day, you won't regret it. Like this is going to be 1000% worth the experience. And I know that because I just got married like last year. Um, And I I just love that mentality because it's the easiest way to sell something. Did you ever feel like, and I don't actually remember if this was the case, but did you ever feel like there was maybe a package or something in your offering that you felt like you had to put in there? but you didn't fully believe in it. You just kind of had it there because other photographers did. I feel like just the amount of hours that we were working before, I mean, we, 
um, when we had our original pricing in like the low two thousands or like, you know, $1,100 range, it was like, yeah, we'll come show up for 10 hours. Like if you really want that. Right. Like, especially for me, like with video, it's like, if you miss the first couple of hours of the day where things are going on and the photographers there, you're missing part of their story. Totally. And like your job as a videographer and photographer is to tell the story of the couple mm. and, you know, really capture what happened on their special day. Mm-hmm. But when it was at that low pricing, I wasn't amped or ready to go those first couple hours. I, mm. I was like, this is not worth my time. Yeah. This is not worth what I'm trying to do here. Um, but now, like, we're absolutely invested in serving them the entire 10 hours. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like you have full reason for it. And you're like, yes, this is what I, this is like what I sold you guys. And this is a completely, completely what I'm going to deliver on. Um, I love that. I know for me, I used to have even like a six hour package. And I remember I was like, why do I have this six hour package? Cause I've never shot like a six hour day and loved the flow of the day. Like it just hasn't happened. Well, that's not true. Maybe once, maybe, 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 maybe once, (laughs) but I honestly can't remember it very clearly. I couldn't even give you, it's just like in my head, maybe I have, but to be honest with you, those days are always what I feel like is rushed and it's always like, you know, the the couple is rushed and I'm rushed and we're all stressed. And it's like, why are we doing this? Like we could have just built in more time and I could have just sold you the package that I thought you actually needed. And we could all be so much happier and, and I could actually uh, serve you in the way that I think would be best. I would love to segue off of what you just said. The importance of doing a consult call is something that Ooh, we never yeah never realized before, but if you're just sending out your packages, like if you're a photographer, you're sending them your packages and you're totally like putting all of this pressure on them to figure out all the details, figure out what they need. Mm -hmm. You're going to stress them out because they don't, they haven't, you know, experienced the wedding day before. And it's your job to know how much time your clients need. And so off of what we're saying to hop on a consult call, go through your packages, hear your couple's story, ask them good questions to know what's important to them. So you can point them to the package that fits them because a couple may think that they can cram everything into a six hour period mm-hmm. and it's going to end up backfiring on you running around trying to get everything done when mm-hmm. really they should have booked an eight to 10 hour package to have time for those things that were important to them. And if you don't do that, they never get to do that day again. So Hmm. emphasis on those consult calls and asking good questions. Absolutely. Do you think you'd ever, this is kind of like an obvious question to answer, but like, would you ever sell somebody like a lower package just because you're like, oh shoot, I don't think they have the money for the package that I think they really need, but I don't want to lose them. So I'm just going to book them at the, at the low package. I think that's where you put emphasis on, hey, I would love to make this work for you guys. But if we go that route, I will not be able to give you X, Y, and Z that I know are so important to you. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of 10, they're going to make it work if that's mm-hmm. important. And I think like a lot of people, like they want to see if something else will work. And instead of just compromising, that's not going to get them what they really want Mm -hmm. and explaining why they need the package (laughs) that you're recommending is really important because like I said, like they can't do that day again. So Mm -hmm. how to explain why not on something. It's like you got to educate. 
Absolutely, 100%. And what you said, I don't know, like, whatever that soundbite was, but basically explaining why it's in their best interest to go with the one that they really need. So incredible. Don't, it's like, we shouldn't just be here like, oh, yeah, you should just know that this is the best package. It's like, no, we got to explain that to them. We got to help them understand and really communicate that to them um, so that they feel like we're not just trying to upsell them, but that we act. I mean, I downsell people sometimes. I'm like, you guys don't need 10 hours. Like you guys need like, you know, eight hours, you know what I mean? Some, sometimes like that, but it's like, sometimes people might need uh, more of a full day or they might need a full day, whole weekend, maybe, um, based on what they're telling you is their dream situation for a photography experience. Tell me a little bit, you guys, about how you approach client consult calls now with your new pricing as opposed to your old pricing. I would definitely say that we have so much more structure now. Um, I mean, your client roadmap, like we follow that almost to a T. Um, Go get it. Go get it. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, it really is about being intentional and like truly getting to know the client and actually seeing if you can serve them or not. Um, Because it might not be a good fit. It isn't always a good fit. Mm. Um, But that's just how it goes sometimes. I think when we get on the consult calls, we you know, really do dive into the package. You know, we explain the value. We, we are confident in the value now because we see it. Hmm. Um, and we just try and help share that vision of what the value of your wedding day and actually what it looks like to have a good photographer and videographer and have good quality things come from that day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I would that. say too, um, your clients are going to, a couple on their wedding day, they're going to spend the most time with their photographer slash videographer. And we put a lot of emphasis on making sure that you hire someone that you like. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you don't like us, let's not do this. So instead of hopping on a consult call, like, hey, my name is Faith. This is Simon. Let's get into it. We take a second and get to know them um, and ask questions that like invoke emotion Hmm. and invoke the story that they want to tell on their wedding day. And it creates a connection between you and your client. It pays you just as much as it does them to make Mm -hmm. that connection. And for us, sometimes like we'll hear a story like, For us, one thing that we are trying to start incorporating is um, family footage. So we had a bride that um, recently lost her father and we were talking about um, her story. And just from hearing her background, we knew to connect that for her and let her know that that was an option. And she literally cried on the console. And had we not asked questions about her life and who she was, not just as a client, but as a dang human, <laughs> like yeah. we wouldn't have had that opportunity. And yeah. like, that's a wedding that I'm really, really excited for to mm. serve her and almost like place her dad in that wedding day by her coming down the aisle. We can like flash to a childhood video of her dad Mm. pushing her on a bike and like we can bring him into her wedding day. Mm. You know what I mean? So taking the time to get to know our clients on consult calls is something we do right now. That's amazing. And even just kind of, again, understanding them as like, humans like we're in the human we're in the people business honestly we're capturing stories we're capturing one of the most probably arguably the most sentimental moment of someone's life not necessarily but like the most celebrated oftentimes and so we have to remember that as photographers it's like 
we can uncover a story that is there or we can just treat them like, you know, pieces of money that, and we have to just sell them on information. It's like, no, like these are actual people and we can truly uncover something that uh, they might've even not kind of like recognized them in themselves. Like, oh my gosh, like I didn't even know like there was this emotion inside of me or I didn't even know like, like maybe, maybe we're the first person to ask them to just talk on and on about their wedding day and their, their vision for their day. And like, why it means something to them like yeah. that that we might be the first people to ask them that you know what i'm saying um and so again it's a massive opportunity to really serve people in that way before we think of like oh i just got to sell 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 it's like you know what serving is going to sell more people than just trying to uh you know like quote unquote sell them ever will yes. you guys this has been so good i feel like we didn't even get to maybe all the questions I had for you, but like everything that we've, everything that you've said so far is just like nuts and just blowing my mind. I have a closing question for you guys that I said I'd ask you. So hopefully you have like an answer. (laughs) Um, If you could go back and talk to a former version of yourself at any point in your career, I would love to know like what piece of advice would you give yourselves? And maybe since there's two of you, you can both give like piece of advice per person. <laughs> okay. <Word first. laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, I would say for me, I would go back and make sure that I did the groundwork to create a career that I could love day mm. in and day out. And instead of going into it as something to just make money, um, mm. I think I'm now a big believer in creating a life that you love and yeah. not just living for vacation and not just living for five o'clock when you get off, you know, like right. you want to enjoy daily life. Yep. And I think I would go back and tell myself like whatever changes you need to make to love this, that's worth doing mm. because you aren't in the business of just like receiving checks. You're in the business of helping tell people's stories. And, you know, if somebody has 10 consult calls in a day, the one person that makes them feel special and heard is going to be the person they go with regardless. I love it. And so if you love what you do, that's going to reflect. All the snaps. Couldn't have said it better myself. I love it. Simon, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, she she's just so good at these things. Um, but, You're like, how no. do I follow that? <laughs> um, no, I would definitely say that like, Along the same line of thinking, you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I had instilled in me for such a long time that I was going to have to climb the corporate ladder in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the way that the Lord worked in my life and like how he was closing doors and um, just the expectations that I had with, you know, working in sales and working in insurance, which was supposed to be a safe job, quote unquote, right. um, just the way he can work to like, you know, give you freedom to serve people in a capacity that you didn't think you could. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things that I kept meditating on during like Faith and I's wedding day was this is a picture of Christ and his church. Yeah. Like, and now we have an opportunity to show that to other people by capturing it for them and sharing it with the world. And yeah. I think it's just so beautiful how God's worked in our lives to do that. And so, I would just tell myself that the Lord can work in a lot of different ways and you don't know what he's going to do, but it's going to be great. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. You guys are very um, inspiring people. I mean, I'm like, 
<laughs> I'm just blown away. Um, and yeah, these things are just like, I, I'm not even going to add to either of those because they're just so good. Just, I, yeah, clapping. I, I would be clapping over here, but I'd like blow out my microphone. And so it would just be like a mess. So I'm going to hold back on that. Wait, what did you say? So the little under the table clap. <laughs> <laughs> a golf clap, as they say. Yeah, a little snap, go. snap. Um, <laughs> Okay, guys, where where can we find you online? Where can we connect with you? I think, I mean, I already follow you guys. I'm already like besties with you guys, but everybody else is going to be like, how can we get in touch with Faith and Simon and follow their journey? Um, where are you guys at? So on Instagram, it's Loftus Photo Film. And then our website is loftusphotofilm.co. I love it. Yeah. And you guys are based in, you guys are based in what city and state? Greenville, South Carolina, but we, we absolutely love traveling. Um, I think elopements are going to be something that we're continuing to focus on in the future. Um, I'm from Kentucky, so we've done some stuff there, but yeah. we are ready to travel the world. We're based wherever you are. Yeah. <laughs> wherever wherever you are, you, you heard them. Book, book these kids tomorrow because they are ready to travel wherever you are. Antarctica, here we come. <laughs> Just kidding. Can you imagine? Oh my goodness. Okay. You guys, I got to wrap up or else I'm going to like ramble on. Thank you abundantly for doing this. Like you guys are the absolute best and I am so, so ready for people to hear this episode. They're going to absolutely love it. Nathan, thank you for inspiring us. Thank you for having us.